Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of In The Gray Podcast. It is your grill master, Marco, and I'm here with your regular host. What up? It's Jay. It's your boy. Kenji Poppy. (laughs) 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 I kind of fucked up that intro, but what's up, everybody? How y'all doing this weekend? Hope y'all having a great time out there. It is getting very cold out. Hoodie season. Can't wait for it. Girls with oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Girls with leggings and uh, a lot of uh, sweaty it Ugg boots. Wait, it's just sweaty. Leggings. <laughs> you know, leggings all year round, Girl, right? Girls, nah. I'm, I'm talking about during like the cold season. Like the fall season? That's like yeah, what they um, mostly wear. You see it more. like, you know, pumpkin spice lattes with the Ugg boots and all that shit. So. No face the jacket. The Han Solo look. <laughs> <laughs> My mind just went blank. What just like, happened? <laughs> <laughs> I was like... I forgot my name. <laughs> <laughs> I just stared at him. I was like, it's that type of day. Hey, what's up, everyone? Annyeonghaseyo. This is Aang. Welcome back to another podcast. Welcome back to another great podcast. This is K Skyline. If you haven't done it already, remember to like, comment, subscribe, and follow. Or share this with someone you feel as if. They uh, should hear it. Maybe it's a topic that we just so happen to touch that you're just so having to be going through it or know someone that's going through it. Always remember that none of us are licensed professionals or therapists of the sort. Anything that we state and say is just our thoughts and opinion. You don't have to take it to heart or anything like that. It's just the view from us um, group of guys. From from anything that you wish to uh, submit or just want to hear us talk about. So you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and you can catch us and slide into our DMs on Instagram, which is is in the gray podcast underscore. No, sorry. In the gray underscore podcast. And today we have a very special guest. And now for our, our, our special guest today. His name is John Super. No, but really, this is a, uh, uh, you know, I appreciate you guys having me here as a guest. It's, welcome, welcome. Um, my name is Randy. Um, I've never been on a podcast before, <laughs> but he's a virgin. Yo, we, <laughs> oh my we, God. we got Randy, Randy Orton. We got Randy Orton in the house. Leroy Randy. Oh, yeah. The wrestler Randy Orton. <laughs> oh shit, sorry. Something different, but you know, it's it's nothing that I I want to say never done. Well, yeah, I've never done this before being on a podcast, but like I do appreciate you guys having me on here and it's I look forward to answering a lot of questions and having fun. Yeah. <laughs> we like having uh different opinions. Yeah, definitely. And, and, I definitely have a lot to say today. So. Oh yeah, no bullshit, bros. No bullshit. <laughs> yeah, just you know, just just be yourself, speak your mind. That's 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 who we are. Well, yeah. I'm about three drinks in, so you know. Oh, you're gonna need <laughs> oh, a lot more than that. Out. Oh yeah, we went to Sorrow today earlier. I had a cocktail. I'm coming. No, I didn't come yet. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I ordered a freaking uh, what was it? Sorrow Sunset, right? And 30 minutes in, like, we're already, like, halfway finishing our meal. I'm like, you know you know what I didn't have yet? My fucking cocktail. <laughs> I was, like, that one beer true. down. I'm waiting for my cocktail that never came. <laughs> Man, I was more surprised going in 
asking for Asahi and she was telling me, oh, no Asahi. And then yeah. Kayla was trying to order Sapporos for us and she was like, oh, no Sapporos too. I'm like, what? Yeah, I was like, don't worry. I know racism when I see it. Yeah, no, it, She got no Korean, no Japanese. I got the, it. The messed up part was our, our server was, she. I think she was Mexican or... She was um, Hispanic. She was Hispanic. I don't want to say, I, I shouldn't have said Mexican. She was Hispanic, but the uh-huh. first thing she offers, like, we have Corona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right during COVID. Great. <laughs> you know, speaking about Bow cocktails, crack. right? So our listener says, hey, yo, bros, thanks for the sex advice. I can't, I can't fuck it. I, I, can't, I can't. No, no. I, it's a girl. Okay. Every time a girl say bro, I, I just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't mean to bash you, but right. yeah. Hey, yo, bro, thanks for the big sex advice. I found advice. out my girlfriend's. Calls her friend, bruh. Yeah, it's a normal thing now for girls. I'm still not used to it. Okay. But for real, though, what is some kinky shit that you guys never really understood that people enjoy? Anal. That's because you haven't experienced it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Mark. He's like, he's like, dude, I, I you're missing out. That's one of the kinky shit I want to try. Okay, so for you, it's anal. Because I don't know about it. I've never okay. experienced it, but everyone's right. saying, like, oh, it's the shit. So you try you it. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's some kinky anyway. shit that, uh, or, you know. Um, is uh, people who are into, like, feet, and they get off of, like, feet pics and shit like that. <laughs> you know, me too. I think that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't understand I, feet pics. I don't, yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. Even though Dan posts it some on our uh, Patreon, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I we, never we understood off, that. We got off of um, OnlyFans. 30% off right now if you sign up. Yeah, I never understood that. There's, like, people that, like, get off of that, like, yeah, so off I, just I, feet pics. And then there's even, like, a page where, like, they rate people's feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wiki so, feet, so I, I think guess, it's called. I guess the real question is fetish. What is some fetishes instead of kinky that yeah, we don't understand? Yeah, that we just don't get. So for Jay's I anal, mean, yeah, Marco's feet. Feet is still yeah. something. I agree, I agree with Marco on the feet. Jay... I'm it's not like, even fucking sorry. It's just it's because you haven't tried it. I haven't, but tried, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't tried it either. Okay. I, so but, what is? I understand. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably tight. So so what do you wow. think is some? Uh, <laughs> fucking on. <laughs> so, so what do you uh? So what do you think it's a uh, fuck? <laughs> <laughs> was that too tight for you, Kay? That, that was way too tight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming for that ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was an accident. <laughs> well, I mean, go. The feet pick, the feet pick, uh, I still don't understand it. You too? And then, yeah. what's the other stuff? I don't know. There's some there's, weird shit that people. There's some armpit mm. fetishes out there. Yeah. Too, when girls to me, have like I don't a, understand the. Armpit, uh, or like some people have like fucking, um, what was it? Like, what do you call like the the inner elbow area? Or know, like the, the behind your knee when they bend and like some people fucking see that and think of it as, as a vagina and they get off of it. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, same as the you armpit know, too. You know, it's a big thing. Bow in Japan, like the nape on the neck. Girls expose it, like they split their hair, uh-huh. and it, that, apparently they find that sexy, like the nape on their neck. Oh yeah, the, Bow yeah frank. that is some people's fetish. For me, it's sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you know it doesn't matter. We Eat that pussy other. like cold pizza. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I would say it's for me that I don't quite understand. No, I, I like I don't get it. It would be like, guys, help me out. What's the one that like they hurt the other person? Masochism. Is that it? Or sadism. I'm sorry, but sadism. During sadism sex? is like you hurting stuff? someone 
Masochist is you getting hurt and liking like, it. Like yeah. um, having like a... Um, What's the category for that? What's it called? BDSM. BDSM? BDSM is tying someone up and beating them and they like it. That's what BDSM is. Yeah, 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 where they have like a submissive and then... That, that's SNL. Oh, dominatrix. Uh, yeah, oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah it's part so of BDSM. But that's part of BDSM, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's the one I... I get it that some people are into that, but I honestly don't. Yeah, but maybe it's because maybe it's because of me because I have a kind heart. I don't want to hurt people physically. because I I've well, done BDSM that. BDSM is mostly women taking it out on you, and you enjoy. Yo, I, see some no, I mean, like shit, even the other man. way around, because sometimes it's not uh, just yeah, women. Like, yeah, like like what's that movie? Uh, Gray. Fifty Shades of Gray. Yeah, yeah, Fifty Shades yeah, of Gray. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like to me, I I, I can't. Like I can't, I'm not knocking, or we're not knocking really on uh, on other people's we're fetishes. Shaming. We're just talking about our own personal opinions. Yeah. We don't but yuck like, anyone's yum. Yeah, we like I, I, I can't, I can't get behind all that. Like I can't hurt my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, I mean, I have occasionally like slapped her ass unless really she, hard. Yeah, there is sex. Asks her, like you know, yeah, hit me. It's like, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, but if like, she tells but if me she to, was like, if she, yeah, she tells me to. But like, if she was like one time, like you know, one, uh, you want me to beat it. Purple, one one okay. of my ex girlfriends, she was like fucking choked <laughs> me. Jesus fucking Christ! Like she what? she told me to choke her at first. I did I the first command. Okay, I did I did the first two commands first, mm. right? Which was slap her ass harder. Which Pineapple. That's that's kind of so I did that. The second command. Was for her to to told me she told me to pull her hair, right? That's still kind of so. So I did that, and then after I flipped her around and whatnot, right? She's like fucking choked me, right? And I was like, uh, I don't know my own strength, so I don't I don't want to fucking do it. I just looked at him like, uh, yeah. Apparently, there's like a there's like a way to choke them. Like yeah. you, you, there's a way yeah. to choke them where like they're not being ex ex. ex- Expiciated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, There's like a certain way to like choke them so they're not like choking. That's true though. But but that's just like choking. So like, so that's the stuff that like those BDSM shit. I can't. I can't. I can't get behind it. Like to me, I feel so bad like hurting the person. That I I get that some people are into it. Yeah, I get paranoid like if yeah. I'm hurting them. Me too. Yeah, but like, to me, I would be I would be like too paranoid. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's just to me, I just don't understand why why people like want to hurt someone like yeah. that. So that's that's me if I would have answered that question. Like the, the pain. I've seen some crazy shit, man. Like guys it's, are tied for us. Guys are tied down, and the girl would just be like lashing them with a whip. Yeah, that or like the where they're like bleeding. Bleed. Yeah. Or they step yeah. like on, on their nuts with like high heels. Oh, Jesus dude. Christ! <laughs> yeah, oh, I see with, the, with like the stiletto where it's pointy, and then like yeah. you just press on this guy's oh, dick, and I'm like, oh, God. that hurts. Yep. Why would you be into that shit? <laughs> yeah, like that's yeah. I I I don't I don't understand that. I, I yeah. can't get behind that yeah, either. Yeah, I can't get behind that. Yeah, same same as Marco with the foot fetish. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand it. Yeah, what that like? Jay, with anal, honestly, look, with the lights off and you're poking inside of a hole, you wouldn't fucking notice the difference. So here here's the thing, right? Like I I get there's a pleasure spot in there. But I'm I'm a very clean person. <laughs> some I have, women, I have some, this fear. some women can only no. I'm saying when they get anal. Yeah, yeah. I I have this fear of like sticking my dick in there and getting syphilis. Like it. it, it oh, happens. it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's and, not and uh, do, gonorrhea is the yeah, one you're thinking that, of. That too. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like to do anal, you kind of have to let your partner know, hey, like ahead of time. I mean, you have to. Yeah, the girl has to train for it. It's too. not one of those things you could just ram that shit. You can't plug exactly. it in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't yeah. just plug it. Yeah, you can't and, just. And plow even it. then, I don't. I don't know how clean it is. Like that. That's what 
That's what kind of. It's a fucking anal. It's not that clean. <laughs> it, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, you wear a condom. I, I gotta wear just, a condom. Wear I a can't condom. just put it in raw. Like that's that's. You probably thing. don't want to use a condom. Really? Why? You need lubricant to be on. Well, it has right, Marco? Well, you're, you're gonna have to use lubricant. You still, you it, still it need lube. No, no, no. It does have lube, but it's not enough. No, yeah, I'm it's saying, not enough. Like, yeah. yeah, you, you still gotta, gotta need like, lube. Like yeah. Jay, you who, still gotta use a lot of lubricant. Yeah, no but I'm what. saying like for Jay, who huh. does think is disgusting and likes cleanliness, right? Like I say, just wear the condom, and of course, like use lube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but or, the anal do lube you itself. Just, the anal do lube itself. Yeah, after a while. You gotta remember this shit can stretch out. Whatever the fuck you poop into the toilet, right? I'm pretty sure your dick is smaller than that, right? So if it can push that out, it can push that in. I mean, you can always you use an enema and just have the the female clean. Dude, I saw this yoga girl. <laughs> <laughs> she, she got like the fucking the dragon dildo, and then she she got a what dildo? A dragon dildo? Yeah, shit, dragon. dude! I'm it's only on a two star rooster. So <laughs> right, I'm gonna I'm gonna spit some facts out for you guys. So there's this brand called Bad Dragon. Well, they make actual mythical creature dildos, and I'm and I'm they're they're fucking huge, right? They're mad colorful and spiky. Yeah, like, the I do. I think my balls just went back in. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. It's Jay. an actual no thing. bullshit, like, bros. No bullshit. It, it's funny because it's becoming very popular on Pornhub. Like yeah. a lot of girls use that fucking dildo on almost every. Like, dude, yes, that's yeah. like the, it's like some of them are the, like the length of your arm. Yeah. And, and, and the girl actually in. push it all the yeah, way through. I'm like, how the fuck? Is, is it like? And again, it's, yeah, and, and like, is this like, a, it's like this the scale. Big. Hey, it's yeah. like this big going in like this. You're gonna have to explain it to the mic. Explain <laughs> so people can get a visual. So the tip is really, really pointy and thin, and then like near the bottom, like oh, the that's base. Like the tentacle one. The dragon one's different. The dragon one, the tip. There is, is a tentacle one, K. Big. Yeah. One. So the, is it like dragon, anal beads where the, it gets bigger, or no? Or does it just start off huge? The tentacle one, it's, it's small, and then it gets bigger on the base. Okay. But then like the dragon really one is like... really big and fat and wide. Yeah, the fucking dragon one is like fucking... Uh, like, uh, that's the sign of a fucking melon. It's bigger than a baseball bat. Yeah, that's, so a, the, the, that, the, that's bigger than a bat. That's the, the girth of it. It's like... That's like a fucking baseball. It's the size bat. of this Clorox disinfectant yes. wipes. Yes, the Clorox disinfectant wipe. That's the like... That's, that's the, the tip. That's the girth of it. The tip to the base. Well, the base could be bigger too. But sometimes it's like fucking big to small. Okay. I just had to pull my balls out of my <laughs> I think my balls got scared. Oh, fucking, <laughs> yeah, some, some, some girls can fucking take that in. You know, I'm like, it's fucking, wow. Fucking scary what they can fit in there. My curiosity Seriously. got me to that shit. <laughs> like, I, I just started But you can't it. understand foot fetish, but you can understand a dragon <laughs> no, fucking... T- I, no, I still don't understand. I don't I mean, understand that either, but... I mean, oh, who, okay. who knew we'd be experts at dildos? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know. My curiosity like, <laughs> leads me to weird shit sometimes. All right, Jay, anything else about this dragon dildo you want to tell us about? No, I'm just saying, like, it's bumpy and spiky. Like, it looked like it hurt just putting it in there. Like, god damn. Is it mechanical? No, no, it's an actual, like, silicone, whatever the fuck it's made out of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, shit, because if that shit moved, that'd be fucking scary. Okay. I yeah. mean, I guess they could I have guess, one yeah. not to put on the machine. Brings us to our first question. All right. So this one's from Joyce. So shout out to Joyce. Well, what are Joyce. some green flags you guys feel? Because we talk a lot about red flags. But what are some green flags you guys would recommend for females that they should look out for in a guy? Green flags. Like, what are some traits that you think is good in a guy that a girl should look out for? Green flags. Green flags. Green flags, huh? That's a good one. 
Thank you. We talk a lot about red flags. Yeah. We don't really talk about the good traits. I know. Now I know that it's like very like it's different from like person to person. But we can talk about just a generic one thing or like a few things that we that they should look out for. Like for an example, like the guy should have some sense of direction in life. Mm -hmm. Like if the guy is just a fucking baked head, all he does is fucking smoke weed and all that shit. Like he doesn't know what he wants to do in life. He's just a robot. Like goes to work. If you ask him, like, what's his goal? Yeah, and he, he, and he like can't he, name like he a single know. shit that he doesn't have yeah. a dream of that he just wants to sit there and get paid to play video games. That's a fucking red flag. But if, if you're talking to a guy who's motivated and he has at least some sort of direction of where he wants to be in five or ten years or whatever amount it is, just some sort of direction, I feel like that's a green flag. Well, that's one trait I would recommend. To me, how, how I see it, even if that, that guy doesn't have money, but he has a goal and like he's actually pursuing it. Like... He show he shows that he's pursuing his dream, you know, yeah. and his goal. Instead of you know just talking about it and not doing anything, that that's not a green flag. The green flag is basically he showing action that he's working towards his goal, you know. Yeah, even if it's like a long or even short term is still like a green flag because at least like Kay said, as long as they have a sense of direction, yeah, that's what really matters. Because if they even like with the short term like plan. They're taking their life little, like little step, step at a step at a time, like little by little. Yep. So it's not like they're trying to rush into everything all at once. Yeah. Okay. So for me, for an example, is like I want to do um, become a hair um, hairdresser. Hairdresser. Yeah. Stylist is like you're styling the hair. Hairdresser is like cutting it and styling it too. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Randy's face. He's like, "What the fuck?" An orgasm sound. I honestly didn't know there was a difference between a hairdresser and a hairstylist. Yeah, this oh, that makes two of us, right? <laughs> so you want to you want to be the Vietnamese Zohan then? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I just, yeah! I just gotta grow my bush. <laughs> and girls like it because it's a question. <laughs> can't, can't fuck with the Zohan, bro. All right, go ahead. All right, Zohan, what do you want? What else do you want? But yeah, like that—that's my goal right now. And you know, like open up a business, uh, a hair, a hair, um, a hair salon. But because I'm also an artist, I want to like mix those two together. So like, if there, I mean, it is a form of art, right? Isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. Um. So that way, like, I want to showcase other artists or, like, local artists, too, in in the hair salon. And then also, at the same time, like, you know, showcase my art. And also, as long as working on, on cutting people's hair, dressing, uh, hairdressing, and or, like, hair dye and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but right now, it's like, the problem with hairdresser is to get the license, it's... Put into a cosmetology license. That mm. means I have to learn a little bit about nails, which I know, um, facials, and then the hair, and a little bit of other stuff. But I have to learn about all of that, and then take my license, and that shit is like ten grand. I'm pretty sure we all know here about facials, right? <laughs> <laughs> I had never. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's like it's it's ten grand. That's a lot of money. Like I could get financial aid on it too, but for now, my focus is just work, save up on top of like trying to save up to get like um my mom a house too. 
Mm-hmm. And then after that, I could start on focusing on my own career because I, I want to move to like Cali and like learn from the professionals there. And that will broaden up my skill. And like I want to travel around and learn from like learn the techniques of like other masters, you know, mm. and then create my own and like learn from them and build the experience from that. That that's that's my goal right now. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, have some having some sort of plan. You know where you're going from A to B is a green flag. Um, I guess another one could be like maturity level. Yeah, how they handle things when something's brought up to them to like their attention. I feel like timing though. Yeah, because it's it's good to have a little bit of immaturity. Yeah, but it's also good to be mature at the same time. Yeah, like, well, like you the know, person you, knows when to be mature. When right, to like be when immature. to when what stuff is serious and like when to make a joke and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, the, I'm, I'm but they have to have maturity though. Definitely, some yeah. some guys are like everything's a fucking joke to them. Yeah, like yeah, they don't know when to balance it. Yeah, like they'll yeah. talk about their goal, but then to them it's like they're laughing it about it or like it's because they got nowhere, but they're just talking about it and then they're laughing about it. Like oh yeah, like I never got to it, but you know that's my goal. That, yeah. that, that's not really like a solid goal because that person is not chasing after it. Or well, I was thinking more of the line of like being insensitive. So like maturity level, like what Michael was saying, like some guys, they are so immature that like during a bad time when the female is in like, um, kind of like being emotional, mm-hmm. I guess you can kind of say that some guys they'll continue on with the joke and they, they don't read the room kind of like they don't, they're not mature enough to kind of switch it up yeah. to understand and read the room that like, Hey, this is the time when you kind of have to cater to the person's emotion. So they, they don't have like that sense and that maturity level to understand when to switch it up. Yeah. So I, I feel as if like when you notice a guy has really good timing that he knows when to be serious and when to like actually joke around, that's, that's a green flag right there. Yeah. And then, and then, you know, speaking of, of timing, that def- punctuation is definitely another one. Like if you could set up a date or whatever and they show up on time, mm-hmm. not like, Forty-five to an hour, minute, like you know, late. Yeah, that, hey, yeah, that's, hey, that's hey, hey I, I was, I was late on my first date. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good green flag. <laughs> yeah, punctuation is a really good one. I'm usually like never late, but for my fucking first date, I was fucking late. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I texted him. I was like, "How's your date going?" And he was like, "Dude, I just woke up." I was like, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Randy, what do you, what do you think are some good green flags that girls should look out for? I, I mean, honestly, I think. I'll, from my experiences, I I think a lot of girls looking to like stability, honestly. Mm-hmm. Meaning not yeah. not just like financially, more like mental stability as well. Like like you can't, you don't want to be well. Not even just like girls, but like guys wouldn't want to be with a girl that is just not mentally, you know, like emotionally stable. Stable, stable you yeah. know. Same with guys, like you know, a guy who's like so run down or like has a lot of insecurities yeah and yeah. just can't really handle you know being in a relationship because like he just has so much to work on himself you know yeah, yeah that's very yeah. solid because a lot of girls are like they're attracted to that like i'm gonna I'm a change this guy i'm gonna fix his problem stuff like that like a lot of girls are attracted to that not a lot of girls but some girls are but that's actually like a red flag but they don't notice it exactly. they kind of kind of excuse it and justify it like oh he's hurt he's damaged 
And then some guys, they will like kind of ride that. Like, I'm going to show this girl that I'm like, you know, I'm upset. I'm hurt. I'm emotional and stuff like that. And maybe she'll <laughs> cater to me. They will, though. Yeah. I'm serious. Like, some guys sad, like, though. yeah, it's sad. It's pathetic it's sad. as fuck. Like, but like, the funny thing is, and they're, they're, over there, they're over there, like, crying about, like, fucking, oh, she only like bad guys and stuff like that. <laughs> Those type of guys, they'll cry about that. Like, oh, she's only into bad guys. They'll ruin her life. Well, I'll love the fuck out of her. I'll treat her right and stuff like that. And he, <laughs> and he can't even get his shit together. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? When, when, when yeah. Shove, like, they don't show it. Yeah, exactly. So, like, a green flag is, is like what Randy is saying when that guy is mentally stable. Like, yeah. when you meet a guy who's mentally stable and he has his shit together. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Like, you know, someone who's able to provide for you, like, who can be on the same level emotionally with you, too, to connect with you well instead of just, you know, him just being in a down project, the basically. The yeah, like, basically. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. fucking. Don't look for a project. Look for a guy who's not a project. That's a green flag. Just just yeah. someone who's already happy by himself, you know? Yeah. And it's just he has time to bring you into his life. So then that way you guys can share like happy memories together instead of you always want always have to worry like when you guys are at a party or something, he's like not being social because he's just like so insecure and yeah. that you always have to worry about him, you know? Yeah. So. Amen. Yeah, actually, that remind uh, just gave me another idea for um, a green flag would be self care when they take care of themselves. Yeah, they're not like sloppy and like, and I don't mean like they take care of themselves like a metrosexual, like you know, like they're straight, but you know, they get like their eyebrows on and shit done, like, like you know, they work out a little bit. They're not sloppy. You, Is it not the physical aspect of it all? No, it's just like well. Just in like all around. Oh, you mean like how they navigate through life? Yeah, yeah like yeah. like you know they they take care of like you know themselves emotionally if they visit therapy or if they work out a little bit. They you know they don't have to be like completely cut and butch or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. basically like they they have a sense of direction without you. Yeah, they, they have yeah. like a good sense of um, I want to say like a good schedule, I guess, or like yeah. they're able to manage time. Yeah, correct. So I, I feel as if that's some solid points, guys. Do you guys want to add anything else before we go for it? Because I think we gave it enough time yeah. for green flags. Uh, another one could be if they're like a morning person, but I don't mean like morning that wake up like at five, six in the morning, where yeah. they wake up like at a reasonable time, like eight or nine. My dick's always hard in the morning, so <laughs> yeah, mine too. I can't help it. Like morning wood, right? Yeah. <laughs> sure. about that? Like sure. The guy can get it hard in the morning, every morning, right? <laughs> sure. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, I, nah, I'm pretty sure I got that green flag. <laughs> I, guess I mean, yeah, yeah. You wake up with the green flag, just like already. You see the green flag, just like I'm waving fucking, in the I'm air. fucking wired. I'm fucking ready to go. <laughs> like my body is willing, but my my actually you you, you wake up every morning and you salute my that green flag, willing, but my mind yeah. is not. <laughs> yeah, my mind is not. My mind is like I need more sleep. Actually, one thing I wanted to add was earlier when um. Ayung was mentioning about like you know his goals and like trying to get a house for his mom and everything that it's actually probably a green flag too is when you know a guy sense not, of, not not a sense of being like a mama's boy or anything but like sense of like you know family oriented not afraid to show that he loves his mom as well you know what I mean yeah like yeah. he's willing to do things for his mom to take care of her you know that, that just shows that like you know a guy who treats his mom well will probably treat you right too yeah so. yeah family oriented yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To me, another green flag is that he is at least somewhat attracted to you. That's another one. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. it, it plays a big difference. Yeah, actually, because see, as like, like a lot of girls, they're attracted to guys who is not attracted to them, which which is understandable yeah. because it's it's vice versa. It's the same for guys. Like we are attracted to girls 
who we can't tell if they even have a thing for us. Shout out to Megan Fox. You can find me in Integrate. <laughs> <laughs> but like, anyways, you know. Uh, <laughs> You're going to have to fight machine. Don't kill me for that. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about him. I rap too, shit. Anyways, but like, you know. But like, you know, just girls who's not attracted to us, right? But it's the same for girls too. Like, they are attracted to guys who kind of, they can't tell, they can't read if they are attracted to them. But at the same time, you have to like kind of present yourself and if the guy kind of bites the bait a little bit, like he, he could be into you and whatnot, right? Or like he is slightly into you, that it's, that even if it's slightly, right? Of course, obviously, if he's into you, that's great. But like if he's slightly into you in, in the smallest amount, that you can get it to work, right? I think that's a green flag because you do not want to date a guy who, who's not even fucking remotely attracted to you because it would be a one-sided ass relationship. Yeah, you know the thing I mean? is, it's like nowadays a lot of people just date for the title of dating. Yeah, yeah, because they don't want to be lonely. Yeah, yeah, they just want to have someone just to have someone. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they're just following like among their friend group is like you can't be single. Yeah, so that's a red flag. Yeah, yeah. so it's a red flag if you if you're dating someone who's not who wasn't even remotely attracted to you. That's a red flag. So the so the green flag is to date a guy who at least has some interest in you. Yeah, and, and to- if he doesn't, because granted, like most of the time. Um, like for, for us guys, honestly speaking, most of you girls do not find interest in us right away. Like if we were to walk by you every single day, you wouldn't even notice us, which is fine because us guys, we're kind of groomed to like kind of imprint some sort of interest on you. And you, if you reciprocate some, that's when we can kind of have our green flags to let us know that like, oh, she's going to like you. But what, what I'm saying is that it's also vice versa too, that if a girl, girls, if you like some guy. You had to kind of imprint a little bit imp- or put some impression on him. And if he bites a little bit of the bait, that's a green flag for you. If he does not bite a little bit of the bait and he just wants to fuck, that's a red flag. That's why I said, like, personality is really attractive to me. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, the physical look will attract to me first where, like, I'll, I'll, a girl, a pretty girl passed by and I'm like, damn, she's pretty. But it's like, that's just for that moment. I want to get to know her after that. Yeah. And if her personality doesn't match up to what I'm looking for, then it's like no matter how much how how pretty you are, uh, I I don't care. That yeah, actually, agreed. I I agree with that, and I think that takes a lot of maturity as yeah. well to see, to look past just the beauty. Because mm-hmm. a lot of guys they'll just see a, a pretty girl, and I had them. never. No, no matter how <laughs> crappy their personality is, they will just be with them because of their, you yeah, know, and their the, beauty. The, the thing is, they use that as like a bragging right to their friends. Exactly, but like you know, it's in a sense of maturity, like we were mentioning earlier, like you know, looking past the beauty and actually trying to get to know them. What? <laughs> no, sorry. No, I'm sorry. Go on. No, no, listen, no, sorry. Go, 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 go listen, on. Kay, we, we were not looking at you. The fact that you just, you know, you're like, what? You just kind of burn yourself, bro. <laughs> no, it's because he pointed at me. I'm like, what are you pointing at? Why are you looking at me? Why are you looking at me? Why are you looking at you? Why are you looking at you? Why are you looking at me? Kay, edit this part out. Edit this part out. This is just some re- regular jibber jabbish. I'm sorry, Randy. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. No, you're good. <laughs> I know just, I'm good. Go on. It's just from personal experience, I guess. Like, you know, like I, I've always just kind of saw a girl and if I was attracted to her like just emo- uh, not emotionally but physically like you know like I think she's pretty and she likes me back I don't even care what kind of personality she had and that will probably lead to another question later on that I'll explain <laughs> 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 yeah 
Yeah, yeah, I agree to that. Like yeah. physical part, because this question we're not trying to tackle the physical part. So yeah, like yeah. it's yeah, that's that's, that's too it's just um, about green flag. Yeah, just yeah, green flag. Because exactly. of course, if it's they're, if they're looking like Megan Fox and shit, then yeah, of course I'm gonna fuck about Machine Gun Kelly or whatever <laughs> fuck his name, which is funny because the next person who sent us this request, shout outs to you, Kelly, but also shout out to Joyce. Thank you so much for sending that request. But Kelly sent us a request, and um, Kelly would like to say. And her request is, how long slash short should the getting to know or talking phase should be? Mm. That depends. That, that varies from person to person. It, it does. So when do you guys think it's, it's too short, too quick? Or when do you guys think it's like, oh, yeah, that's way too long. You guys are getting to know each other for too I long. I think too short is like if you're jumping into a relationship within one week of finding uh, talking to someone that's really too short yeah like a week yeah. or two that's you, really you short you won't know anything about that person because the thing is is like it takes time to open up to people yeah and if you meet someone and within that week you're talking they're not gonna tell you their like fucking deepest secret or the the stuff they're not gonna um, that they want to tell you about they're gonna try to show that um, the good side of them yeah so it, it's hard to find out the negative side and like everything about them within one week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but the problem with that nowadays is that like with all these, um, you know, like social medias and like dating apps as well, like Tinder and Bumble, you know, it, they kind of, I, I feel like that kind of steers people into like rushing into yeah. you know, being with somebody instead of taking the t- their time because obviously you can just swipe left or swipe right. Exactly. And, yeah, like, and you be with someone else. And like you just read their profiles like, eh, like, no, nah, she doesn't seem like it's for me. But yeah. then, like, you never get to talk to them. Yeah, you don't know who they really are. Yeah, this girl like Boba, I'll take her out. <laughs> even when you guys match and go on like a date after, say, from meeting from Tinder or Tum- Tumblr, uh, sorry, uh, Bumble, like, I, I feel Damn. like they're always on like you a. You could go on Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel. Yo, like there's some hot ass girls on Tumblr. <laughs> but I'm saying Tumblr is like another porn site. Oh, it's a blog. <laughs> I'm saying though is that like I feel like it's usually on like a time crunch or something. Like when you're on like a Tinder date or something, it's like, listen, what do you got? What do you have to offer? If yeah, not, yeah. I'm moving on and I'm going on a second date. It, it's it shouldn't be like that. You know what I mean? Like, like a speed yeah. date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like a speed date. That's. I feel like that's what these like dating apps are designed Tumblr. to do nowadays. Just like rushing, you know, dates and like. I feel like some people just take advantage for free, free meals. That that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing I don't like is when um, well back then when I was like on those these dating apps, uh, what pissed what I hated it was when these girls they're like, oh, uh, this is my cash app or Venmo me and oh, it's yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, out of here! Promoting themselves, <laughs> or like the girls who go in Tinder just to promote their Instagram. Profile. Yeah, I know. Like they, they they don't put anything in their bio other than the Instagram. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, no. yeah, so yeah. That that or like I said, when they just add like, oh, cash at me, money, Venmo me, money. It's like fuck out of here. Yep. But it's kind of sad how some guys actually do that. Oh yeah, that those are those are what we know. The we call, we call some exactly <laughs> fucking simps. <laughs> oh wait, that was the wrong one. Do it again. Do it again. Wait. Here we go. No bullshit, bro. No bullshit. <laughs> Simps. Simps. But back to the question, though, as well, is that I, I think it it depends on the person as well. Like, you both got to be on the same page as well. Yeah. I, it could take a couple months. It could take a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, I would say, like, at least a month. Yeah. Yeah, here's an example for me, right? So when when I met my girlfriend on, uh, on the dating app, we talked basically every day. 
And um, I was talking to other other girls too that I match with, and it's like they didn't hit it off as well as um, me, me talking to with my current girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like the way I talked to her, and just like I was just being myself, um, and like telling her all these things about me, and then like she was actually reciprocating and like telling me things about her. That's like personal life stuff. So it's like I know that's like she actually put herself out there. And then that was like the first week. Second week, we we're, we're, we're talking about more deeper stuff and then like start going to like family and stuff like that. And then um, after that, it was like first date and then we talk a little bit more. And then second date, right after the first date, same day. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then after that, it was like I had a barbecue. I invited her. And then we got to know each other even more. And then she met all my friends. She talked. Uh, I met her close friends. So after that, it was just like this is just natural for me. I don't have to try to get to know this girl or like try to win her over. Like we're matching each other's vibe. Mm-hmm. We're talking to each other, and like we're getting to know each other like genuinely. There's like no fucking game going on. Yeah, that's why. Like at the, I think it was like after a month, um, I decided to ask her out, mm-hmm. and. It's been two years now that I've been with her. Yeah, that's kind of like with my ex. Um, we were getting to know each other for a little over a month before we actually became official. Yeah. We met, um, I think it was like at the end of June, beginning of July. And then for that whole like midsummer of like all July, we did was just talk and just got to know each other. And then it wasn't until like the beginning of August is when we finally became official. Yeah. So yeah, like... I feel like at least a month is is a good time to like get to know someone. Yeah, and that's not just like from talking, texting. Because the thing is, with texting, you could misinterpret. Yeah, how like how just people going say out, stuff yeah, and like how jokes are said and stuff. Because like you know, we we all have our own um, inner inner circle jokes. Yeah, our inside jokes and stuff like that. And if we use it with people we just met, it. It isn't like you know. It's not the same because they won't get it. Yeah, and and they might. They, some people might take offense to that. So like through texting, even though like it, it's hard to read people's emotion through that. Yeah, like you could say like, yeah, okay. Yeah, because the like just texting message, all these messages, it's just all monotone. Yeah, and or, or or it's how like their daily life or how their life been and like how their friends talk and stuff like that. And if they read that message, the way they've been perceiving it as yeah it could they could take it the wrong way but then for you it's like you're happy and you're like okay right yeah in like a good tone but then they could be like okay yeah like they'll read it like yeah whatever you know it it it, it, there's there's like different ways to to interpret that yeah so like within that month he can just go out for walks to the park yeah go on like a couple of dates yeah lunch dates don't don't make your decision on like the first date yeah Second date, third yeah, date. You really need to get to know them. Three times the charm. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of mistakes that people make is just rushing into, you know, relationships without even knowing who the person is. Mm-hmm. You know, like they'll they'll hit it off like it they'll hit it off within like the first week and then they'll have like a really, really good time together and they just can't wait to get with each other, you know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. think even if you guys hit it off really well at first, I think you should probably still take it a little bit slow. And just spend that time going on dates and just getting to know each other because you literally don't know 
exactly who somebody is within a day or two. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's similar to like that honeymoon phase for exactly, dating. Exactly, yeah. It's like that initial part where you you guys are still chasing each other. It, it's exciting. But then, you know, once you get into a relationship together, it's different. Yeah. Because once you already get to know the majority part of your significant others, and then over time, it just become like an everyday thing where it's bland. People get bored of that. Yeah. Especially now with like everyone nowadays, once that happens, like people just start breaking up, find someone new because they like that chase, that that excitement. Yeah. Yeah. Not only that, well, to add on to that is the, they compare themselves to other people, but yeah. especially with social media. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I'm a really big thing that's been happening. Like, you know, girls and guys and you know go on instagram seeing other relationships like people going like backpacking and mm-hmm. going on all these vacations and like you know not everybody can afford to go on all these you know really nice vacations so like when they compare themselves it kind of just makes them feel like crap about it. yeah yeah like my girlfriend recently went to hawaii i want to go too because that's one of my bucket lists yeah. but then I, I can't afford it yet yeah so you know i i still she she went and like i'm still happy for her yeah like i'll, I'll get my chance soon I'm not gonna like bitch over it, you know. Yeah. Are you okay? You guys answered the amount of time you guys think is too short, too long. Within yeah. a month. Yeah. Yeah, I said about a month. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. So this first one's a story, and she just wants to know, um, basically, what would uh, what would Gray do, or what what's Gray thinking if we were in that position, kind of. Mm-hmm. Or what's his logic? So she wants to know what will pretty much go on in our mind um, when we see a man post a picture of his girlfriend all the possible time or all the time as opposed to a guy who does have a girlfriend but he kind of keeps his life private. Now, the request of the listener actually wants to state her story before going forward mm-hmm. just so you guys have more content um, before you state an opinion. So this is her current situation, and she wants to know um, basically what what's our thoughts and opinion at the very end. So she broke up with this guy. This guy, we'll call him Adam. The girl, will call him Eve, right? So just so it makes it like our generic Adam Damn and Eve. Adam like always. Again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Adam, man. Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> Shit together. Yeah. So Adam is a very popular guy, right? And um, he wants to, like, basically show off that, you know, this is his girlfriend. This is his babe. Right. Mm -hmm. So she says, as we were dating, I met like a lot of Adam's friends and a lot of Adam's family. And they all followed me and pretty much like through all my social media. And I never really cared. Right. Mm -hmm. So now I have thousands of followers, just basically me and him just posting pictures of each other all the time. Right. And our social media grew. Um, among one of those followers just so happened to be Steve, which is one of Adam's friend. Adam's friend, a bunch of them follow me all the time, the, the listener Eve. So she never really gave it much thought. Long story short, like she said, her and Adam didn't work out and then they broke up. Now, Steve and her did really communicate here and there, but not so much. But they communicated more after her and Adam broke up. So when she started dating Steve, who isn't so as popular as Adam, um, she noticed that Steve never really posts her much or posts about her much at all. Mm -hmm. Um, She does. So she explained it to Steve 
Um, basically, why does that kind of bother her? And it, it kind of acted a little bit suspicious, or it, it seemed a bit suspicious for her, that Steve, the new, the new current boyfriend, doesn't do it much. So she explained that when Adam did it, it gave her more confidence, and at the same time, it also gave her more support that her boyfriend kind of support her, like, being, like, you know, like, my girlfriend's good looking, blah, 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 right? And it, at the same time, she also says that it also gave the other people um, kind of a fear to kind of, like, back off, this is my girl, right? That's the feeling that she had while she was dating Adam because the both of them were very popular people on social media. Mm -hmm. So she explained that to Steve. What Steve stated back to her was that I kind of just want you just for myself. And I kind of don't want to share you with the world. And that's why I don't post you. So she couldn't quite understand what Steve was saying from that. And she didn't want to continue the argument. But it's till this day, it's been bothering her. So she's wondering, can you guys explain what exactly what Steve was stating? What's the opinion you guys think of when you see a guy post a lot about his girlfriend and you see a guy who is dating someone who isn't <laughs> posting much about her, his girlfriend, and the view from that? So just so she can understand what where Steve, her current new boyfriend, is coming from. Okay, so first question is, um, how long has she dated Steve? Oh shit! I didn't ask that. Oh, okay, and yeah. then there's uh, that's missing content, and then also it's like within that time frame, like has she met Steve's friend and like family and stuff like that yet? Basically, does she have a deeper relate? Well, as deep of a relationship as Adam? Because because if Steve hasn't yeah. introduced her to like his friends and his families and stuff, then something is fishy. Yeah, that could be but, secret. Um, I didn't I actually didn't ask none of those questions that you just yeah, said. I'll, yeah. I'll, outside of that, back to the main topic, what she wants to hear is, um, yeah. so like for me, example, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't post a lot of me and my girlfriends on social media. Like I'll do it once in a while. Like the time where um, when we have our puppy and like I took a picture of her and the puppy and the time like where we had like our little family group photo, like we'll post that. But we don't, like, post each other a lot. It's yeah. not out of, like, I'm trying to hide her from, like, um, the world or anything or from other people. Um, it's just more like I, I like my, my yeah, life I think in that's private. what she's trying to get. I think that's what she's thinking, what you just said. Yeah, yeah. probably. But, like, for, for me, it's, like, I, I like my life in private. And, like, she met all my families and my friends and everyone's close to me. And, um, like, I, I've met her, her family, too, and, like, her friends, too. So All the important people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that outside of that, um, we're we're both fine with it, not posting each other on social media and stuff like that. Like we talked about it too. But um from like Adam's view is there are people that like to show off their their significant other and like, you know, let other people know and yeah, like you're you belong to him and like you should back off, you know? Yeah. And like, oh okay, she's dating someone and then all, all the friends that follow you back and stuff, there, there, there will always be someone who like follow you back, not because they're friends with Adam. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, they're 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 like they like they know Adam or like acquaintances, but they follow you because they are probably attracted to you and they follow you. And look at Steve; he took the chance when you guys broke up. Yeah, he he's one of those guys where 
you kind of have to watch out for because there's always those guys in in the group of friends will will backstab like Adam, and then yeah, because he because he did kind of state that when now that you think about it, because he said he why. said that like I want you for myself exactly. and he doesn't want to share you so with the world. It's so like he's, he, yeah. it's like he sees it like okay, like when she's with Adam, like they post it a lot and then like. She, a lot of the friends followers and everything but then now he gets his turn yeah he's like hiding her and it's like also another question is how close is he to adam uh how close is steve to adam because the thing is it's like he maybe never asked or let adam know that you you two are dating yeah he's probably hiding you from adam well, probably not because she did say she posts him a lot who steve about she did. She did state that she posts pictures of her and Steve together a lot. Okay. Yep. But yeah, it, it's like there, there are people like that. But it's just from from how he explains it, it's like he wants to keep you for himself and everything. He's he's afraid. Um, what's gonna happen? He doesn't want to deal with the drama. That's that's what I feel. It's happening. basically he's trying to prevent um, what he did to Adam. Yeah, that's what. I, that's from what, another. Yeah, because when you said that, that's what I was thinking. He's probably wanting to block her because basically Steve met this Eve through Adam. That's yeah. how he met her in the first place. So if he's going to like introduce her to all his friends and have his friend follow her and everything and then he's afraid one, of repeating of the, the same thing have, yeah, or yeah. one of his friends because he he probably doesn't have tr- uh, trust as much trust in his friends as he think he does. Yeah, which is why you so asked that question. Why, yeah. Did you how many of her the family and friends did she met? Yeah. Yeah. That I didn't ask her that okay. either. Yeah, that's something yeah. we don't know, but um that's that's how I view it from yeah. from like what he says as his like um defense. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty solid. When you put it that way, yeah, I, I think I would think the same way, actually. Now I did not give this listener any advice. So anything that I will say now will be like she it will be her first time hearing it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, any uh, Jay, go ahead. What no, you, I, I like Ann's interpretation because um, to me, it it kind of sounds like let's all right. Let's say you won the, the lottery, right? Yeah. And let's say Steve won the lottery, and it was up to him whether he wanted to post that he won the lottery <laughs> to his social media, or keep the money like the his winning to himself. Yeah, like he didn't want to tell anyone that he won because of reasons. Yeah, um, that that's the that's the way it sounds like to me when he told her like I want to keep you to myself because mm-hmm. um, just like on said, he might be hiding something. Who knows? And he wants to keep. Jay, her- t- can you s- don't bang on the table because oh, <laughs> I can he hear it. To, yeah, yeah, and he wants to. Um, yeah, he he kind of. I feel like he doesn't want to deal with the drama either. Yeah, like let's say uh, something does happen and Adam happens to see them being very happy and. You know, he doesn't want the repercussions of, of what happens afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, like he, maybe he, he's not very confrontational. I don't think he's hiding something per se. Mm-hmm. We don't really know um, more details from that. Yeah. But it's, yeah, because she said like he's acting suspicious just because he doesn't post pictures. Yeah, that's that's another well, thing. Oh, well, yeah. he doesn't post pictures, but then it's just like he, it's the way he responded back to her. His his um, quote excuse. Yeah, my, it, that's my word. Excuse. Yeah. Or in his defense, it's just how he said that. It's like you know, like, cause I don't post it either, right? Yeah. But then I have a solid reason, like the way I explain it to my girlfriend, and like we both understand that. Yeah. And like she doesn't worry about me like not posting her a lot or whatever. 
spectrum, you know. But then here is like how he's saying that, explaining it to her is like, he's basically doesn't want one of his friends to basically try to get at her if he introduced them or have them at her and stuff like that. Yeah, he's preventing Maybe, that. Basically. Yeah, it's probably because like he's scared of like yeah, uh, like say for an example, if someone met someone else. Like, we'll just use a generic name like Adam and Eve again, right? Let's say if Adam met Eve and Eve was dating some other new guy, let's call him John. Even John was dating, right? Eve cheated on John to be with Adam, right? Most guys would still be kind of like scared. The fact that she did it to John, she'll probably do it to me. I, I think that's what Steve is kind of paranoid about. I think. Like, he's probably paranoid because Eve was dating Adam, and then Steve came in and waited for the relationship to die out and then hopped at it. But now he knows that she has um, not, like, loyalty issues so much, per se, but it's more the fact that, like, she's too vo- when she's too, like, down, she's too vulnerable. So he's afraid of that happening. So that's probably why he wants to keep her to himself and protect her away from the world yeah. and stuff like that. That's that's. I, I, see, I also I, think I kind of see too. what you're saying. He yeah. wants to establish that deep bond with her yeah. before he shows her to like the rest of the world. Because mm-hmm. at that yeah. point, he'll know like, okay, she really is mine. Yeah, like he'll pa- he'll probably do, do like the panic button and like either ask her to get engaged or like. Put one a baby of, yeah, in her, like save the baby type of relationship. Is I I feel like he has that fear that that's just gonna happen. Yeah, that's that's why he um wants he, to kind of keep her away. Yeah, that's why he wants to keep her away from the now, world. Now going back to the whole posting, you know, on social media, you mentioned that there was an argument about it, like him and her were having an argument. Yeah, because she couldn't quite understand it, so she explained to Steve. That the reason when when Adam did it, mm-hmm. it was like a confident booster to her. Yeah, and so, like at the same time, it also acted as a defense mechanism mm-hmm. to kind of ward guys off that she was kind of she was taken. Yeah, you know. So one thing I will say. Well, that's about that's that, what it made her felt. Yeah. yeah. One thing I will say about that is that that's fine, but um, <laughs> every everyone's different, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think your relationship should be dictated on social media pictures. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you like someone, you just you know just be with them, have a good time. Um, I don't think you should argue about oh you're not posting pictures of me or, or posting about me on social media. I think or, that's one of the downsides with social media today. There's yeah. just people putting their relationship out in public to the point where it's everybody knows it's, what's it's going like on. It's like they want the attention. Yeah. And, exactly. and the, like, mm-hmm. they they want their attention and um, how you say it, it's like. I forgot the word. I, I don't know what to say for the other word. But I, I, know, I, know I know what you're thinking. You're, you're thinking of the word reassurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That like, like. Because I was gonna say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's like you're beautiful and like you have someone who loves you and stuff like that. Yeah. You yeah. Know, it's like that. That's how like the popular Instagram people are and like social media people are. Yeah. You know, like their lives are fake and they post like they're traveling to these beautiful places, but then. They don't post about like the troubles that they have. That's true. So, so again, um, it's great that you feel confident when when someone does that. But I feel like you shouldn't let it get to you. It's a relationship shouldn't be a, a numbers game or, or anything like that. 
Just uh, just be with them, you know? Show yeah, and like um, my question earlier, because we don't have the information, is like how long have you dated uh, Steve and um, has you have you met like his close friends and like his families outside of social media wise? It's like that as as long as that's important for you and like that's important for him, that's good. Mm-hmm. And like don't don't let social media like affect your relationship. Yeah, don't let it tear you apart. Because imagine telling someone later on, like, oh, me and my boyfriend broke up because he wouldn't post about me. That, that sounds silly. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds, no, that sounds stupid as fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, not to put you down or anything, but don't, again, don't, don't let it get to you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can kind of understand why she's suspicious, but yeah, I get it. Michael? Um, so, I'm sorry, but I missed a good amount of the uh, story. Um, but I do want to say that I feel like we did cover uh, a quite similar questions to this in the past about the whole po- uh, posting and social media stuff. Um, I do want to say um, with the whole posting on social media, people do have the reasons to not post and also to post. But I get it. You know, when someone posts about you, you know, your significant other posts about you on their social media, it's, it's a great confident booster. But at the same time, you know, people have the reasons for not. For me, for example, I don't really post my whole life on there because um, the less people know about you, the less drama there will be and the less, you know, um, information that will your haters, if you have any haters, will have and try to get an upper hand on you. So that's one of the main reasons why I don't post because the less people know about, you know, your business, the less drama there will be and, you know, less stress and you'll live a happier life yeah um, that's all that's all i can really say because the more you post you know um and especially if your profile is public and then if your profile is um, um private i'm sure there's still people leaking information to other people uh, you know like your haters and shit and then you know you know they'll start spreading rumors and they're like oh my god you see they're well, they'll this up the pot. yeah exactly yeah. Yep. so for me that was my big reason for not ever posting i know my girl my ex was the opposite she we would get into our little arguments um why i would never post when she when she was always usually posting about us or i'd be like in one of her pictures and stuff but for me it was the other way around it's just i like keeping my life private the less people know, the more happier you'll be and the less drama you'll have to deal with. Um, but that's all I can really say. Yeah, I agree with Marco because more hands in the kitchen doesn't help your situation. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. The relationship is between you and your significant other. It's not between you, your significant other, and the rest of the world. Yep. They're yeah. not in the relationship it's with you. not a reality yeah, show. That, so that, I, I think that could also be what Steve was talking about as well, is that he likes to prefer to handle his situation um, just between you and him and when he doesn't want to share you with the world is that he's probably another fear that he might have as well it goes back to what Marco was saying is that when you have a situation with someone it should only be resolved between you and the other person so Steve probably wants you to confine only in him he's probably afraid of you being the type of person to the moment you're like kind of weak and emotional that you're going to post something on social media and someone else some knight in shining armor is going to come along the line and then just like randomly hit you up on your status be like hey boo is everything okay and whatnot and then next thing you know and shit happens from there Mm -hmm. see that's that's probably one of the things that um your new boyfriend steve was probably afraid of so he just wants you to just confine in him kind of like uh what marco was saying more hands in the kitchen doesn't help the situation um 
but that's just a guess. Um, I say like just communicate with him and like have him explain it better. Yeah, because he did explain it, and it did, I know that you didn't quite get it. Yeah. But what I was gonna get at um, was the part that when you were talking about how Adam and what Adam was doing to give you that reassurance and that self-confidence from other people's opinion um, and how that was kind of feeding you at the same time, I don't think you noticed that that was feeding you. See, the problem with social media is that it's it's what Jay was it's saying like earlier. Yeah, it's a drug. It's really, really highly addictive. Just to get those likes, those those like more followers and stuff like that. There's, there's a whole entire documentary. It's, it's like a Remember, popularity contest thing where the more people you have following you, like you think all these people care about you, but it's not really. Yeah. And then you, you also got to keep in mind, too, that most of those guys on there, when you're posting pictures and you're thirst trapping, they just want to fuck you. They don't want anything to do with knowing how you are. You just look good. Mm-hmm. That's it. So you got to keep in mind the the point of what your boyfriend is saying now is that he just wants to handle the relationship just between you and him. I think I'm not quite sure. I think that's what he's doing as, as far as him being suspicious just because he doesn't post. Honestly, that is not a suspicious act because yes, I has or is going through that right now and he's doing that and how he handled his relationship. But I've also done the same with my previous ex-girlfriend as well. My previous ex-girlfriend and I, we actually didn't post each other much on social media at all. But I actually did here and there. I post pictures of her. But there's also a bunch of other females on my Instagram as well that a lot of people kind of get the misconception of like the fact that I'm dating all these girls on my social media. Um, The truth was only one of the girls on my social media, she was the actual girlfriend at the time. And the reason why I didn't flat out tell the whole world about me and her dating is because the fact that me and her both kind of like our life private and we prefer to handle any type of situation just between me and her. And the amount of energy that it takes between me handling um, my girlfriend at the time and her energy handling me at the time, it was it was too much energy that like we just didn't have any energy left over to handle from an outside source. That's why we didn't post much or tell people much and we resolve it between each other. So that's basically my opinion. So don't fall so much so about the opinion of outside of your relationship. Just focus more on the people, the two people who's involved inside of the relationship. Those two opinion matters the most. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the ones that you need reassurance. Your friend's going to sit there and tell you that something is bad because you approach them and tell them that something is bad. Um, so, of course, their solution is always to break up. So remember that that outside opinion was because you approached them in that type of manner. Um, so handle it just between you and the other person. If the other person, your significant other can't handle situations that well, that pretty much states that you guys cannot resolve conflicts that easily. Yeah, and don't let social media like um, be the source that like make you confident and stuff like that. You should do that yourself. Definitely. Yeah, Tell Steve like, to compliment you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like always work on yourself. Be, a, be the better person you can be. 
you know and like don't don't try to find other things like social media and like other people to boost your confidence and stuff like that agreed mm-hmm. and with that you know good good luck with your situation hope everything works out yeah <laughs> Yeah, if you want us to go more to detail with it or add on anything else, uh, feel free to reach us at In The Gray Podcast on our Instagram. Yeah. No bullshit, bros. No bullshit. That's right, Gordon. No bullshit. Next question. This what? question comes from... Le- <laughs> this question and comes his from... his name is John C. <laughs> <laughs> it rhymes? <laughs> It rhymes with Cena. Yeah, this question came from John Cena. <laughs> it rhymes with Cena. Go ahead. So shout outs to you from In the Great Podcast. Shout out to Lena. Congina. Thank you so much for following us and uh, submitting your question in. And um, so here we go. And we're going to say it from the bottom of our heart. What is some of you guys' fear? It could be any type of fear, including phobia. Or any type of emotional fear that you feel as if you don't tell people or anything like that. What is just some of your guys' fear? It's a good one. I've actually mentioned what my fear is in the past past episode, but I'll say it again. Go ahead. Um, my fear is my daughter growing up and resenting me and hating me and disliking me. Um, that's my fear. Um, because, and I say this because I've seen in fa- in my family where um, I have cousins where they don't see their father, who's my uncle, um, as their actual father. Like, they don't see him as actual family. They see their mother as both mother and father. Mm. And, yeah, they talk and stuff, but they don't, they don't, uh, they don't see him as a father, like the father figure at all. Um, so that's my fear is just my daughter just grows up presenting me and, you know, hating me or whatever and not seeing me as, as her father type that she needed or whatever. Um, but that's my fear. For me, I think it's, um, abandonment. Cause gr- growing up, right. Um, when I was, when I was in Vietnam and then like, um, cause I, so I was born in Hong Kong, but then. When I went back to Vietnam, I only lived there for one year. Long story short, um, like I didn't really have my parents with me. They basically went off and like work, and then I was basically with my um, aunt, who raised me for that one year, and I barely get to see my parents. So I I thought basically they abandoned me. So growing up, like even when I went to America, and then when my parents dropped me off of uh, for school. I thought they they abandoning me, you know. So over time, it, it that that was kind of like my trauma also and like my fear that um whenever someone leave me, it, it was kind of like I'm getting abandoned, that like they they don't love me anymore or something like that. That's so, pretty deep. Yeah. So so like I I work I'm I'm still working through it. I would never leave you. I I hate you, but I would never leave. You. <laughs> Hope you die and I'll get you Z. <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit, bro. No bullshit. Randy, what's uh, what's your Wait, fear? Wait, was that it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Randy, me. 
Um, Eat that pussy like cold pizza. That's yeah, Randy. That, that your <laughs> cold pizza, huh? I actually, I actually prefer cold pizza. <laughs> um, no, honestly, I think one of my biggest fears is probably I'm I'm scared of losing everything. And when I say everything, I mean like everything that I've worked very hard for. Like all my like my relationships with my family and friends, um, losing losing my apartment, my car, any of that stuff. I you know I, I don't want to I don't want to lose it all. Like especially, uh, I know it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird question. No, it's your fear. So it, it's 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 more like I I don't want to lose st- stuff that I've worked very very hard for. Like, me and my mom's relationship was like really, really tough. Yeah, growing yeah, up. I know. Um, and it's it was only just recently where we actually started getting along r- really well. And I I fear that you know I I pretty much cater to her as much as I can. And I think part of that is because I don't want to lose you know a good relationship with my mom again. I don't want to you know because I I've worked really hard to get her to like me again. <laughs> Yeah. Honestly, but as far as uh, like you know, my apartment and car as well. Like I, I know that like it's it's not a big deal if I ever did lose it, but I worked really hard for that. And I'm, I, I, I mean, I, I, I can resonate with you with um like your mom, because like with with me um at one point like where my mom literally we got into an argument and then like before we uh, after we moved actually, um and then she ignored me for like a whole month. Mm-hmm. And you know, like she was it, mad that, at that me was too. hard on me. Yeah, because because I I tried to talk to her, but then like she fucking just ignored me, and I was like, that that hurts. Yeah, I I mean like I I lived with my mom for a very very long time, but then like it got to the point where I've had enough of it, and I moved out and got my own place with my ex, and then that whole time that I moved out, I haven't even talked to my mom or seen my mom for a good. Maybe nine months yeah. until I actually reached out to my mom again, and it was like, "Hey, you know, like," and it was during COVID times too, so it, it kind of hit me out of nowhere one day. It was like, "I, I gotta call her and at least ask if she's okay," because you know, COVID was no joke. Yeah, you know? yeah. So that's it had me reach out, and you know, I offered to see her, and I did. I went to go visit her, and you know, that's when she told me it was like you know yeah i'm okay you know and and then after it took months after until we like really really got along and then it wasn't it wasn't until last month until i heard for the very very first time in my life and i know it sounds corny but like for the very first time in my life that i heard her actually tell her that she loved me wow she flat out said that when i was leaving because it wasn't it was when I I was telling her that I just broke up with, you know, my ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she knew that I was hurt about it, too. And, then like, literally before I left, she gave me a hug and she said, okay, drive safe. I love you. Yeah. And that that was when it hit me hard. Like, because when I, when I left the door, you know, I was like, oh, shit, what happened? That's, like, the first time you and, ever hear and, her say that. And I, I started bawling out, crying when I was yeah. walking to my car because I, I never heard that before from my mom, you know? Because, you know, with Asian parents, they never say, I love you. Yeah, no, never, they don't ever. express their feelings. Hell no. Never. Mom said, I love you earlier today so, to me. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, 
always wanting my mom's love like that growing up, and I never hearing those words, those three words, hearing it for the very first it, time it, after twenty eight years. Hell yeah. yeah, it hit me like a fucking brick wall. It's like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> you know, it, it it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, because I, I had the same thing. Um, like my mom never said fucking I love you. Yeah, like she always want me to call her if I go out anywhere. Like so, because I know she's worried. You know. But sometimes, like, I'm fucking too drunk to text. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks to Kay. <laughs> what? But, but she usually but, texts but, me after. But thanks to Kay, you know, like, ever since, like, when, when he needed a place to stay and then he moved in with me, um, like, he, the, and, like, him trying to learn Vietnamese to talk to my mom. And, like, because his Vietnamese is so fucking broken where he says shit where it's kind of offensive, but then she, she lets him get away with it because... She knows he's trying to learn. Yeah. Right? So, like, over time, she opens up to that. And then because of that, over time, she opens up to us, me and my brother. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, now she's saying, I love you more openly. Like, if if, if we say, like, uh, I love you, mom, uh, and then, like, uh, she'll, uh, she'll, like, uh, 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 and she, she, she really tried not to say it. And I'm like, mom, I love you. Yeah. And then, right? And, and then she's like, I love you too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole different levels of I love you. You know, there's the ones that's like, you know, she'll just say it here and there. Yeah. My mom never, ever said it at all. Even jokingly, she would never say, you know, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. you or whatever. It's just a flat out that one time that I was leaving when I told her that I was going through that breakup. And then she knew I was like sad. When she told me that she loved me, that hit me so fucking hard. Yeah. Like you have no idea. Like it just because it, it was genuine too. You I know what I mean? It, it was crazy. I get it. For me, it was my mom telling me that I was smart. That's what it was for me. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. No, you're good. No. But yeah, I I guess my my fear is uh, instead of like you know the apartment and car. Honestly, I guess it, it went more towards just losing that relationship with my mom. That's that's my biggest fear right now because I worked really really hard. Yeah. To get her acceptance and approval because she she saw me as a problem child growing up mm. no, i wasn't i wasn't like my brother i wasn't like my sister my brother is very you're smart. not the first child i'm the firstborn, right so like she expects a lot from me yeah and like i fucking let her down so fucking many times <sighs> no you did and I, i'm no, the baby didn't. in the family so i i was i was spoiled you know and all that but like you know i i was the problem child to her and you know i was always getting in trouble I was always chasing girls. So she, she never really accepted me or really liked me. I mean, she I, obviously every parent loved their kids, but like she didn't like me, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but now, like my mom is so proud to call me her son. You know, she she brags to my uncle all the time, saying, "Oh yeah, my my kid's making this much an hour, and you know <laughs> he he has his own place. You know he he you know." I, I mean, to her, she thinks I'm really handsome, but I, I, I think I need some work. <laughs> <laughs> See, my mom, think, my mom, when, when, when it's just us one on one, she fucking say I'm ugly as fuck, right? But then, but then at work, when I visit her at work, she'll fucking tell all her coworkers and fucking her customers like, oh yeah, uh-huh. he's handsome. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was waiting for, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, I, I call it out on it too, like jokingly too. Like I'm like, what? 
No, mom, you always said I'm ugly. She like, no, I always say you're ugly. I was like, yo, that's how mom be like, yo. She'll, 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 she'll yell at us. She'll put us down, not put us down. Obviously, like she'll it, just make fun yeah. of us. I guess you can kind of say and, and poke at us or whatever, right? And we're like, damn, am I really that ugly or whatever, right? But the moment we have our back turns, and it took me a while to like once I start understanding Vietnamese and stuff like that. Like one time we got into the car, it was me and Ang. Ang was driving, I was in the passenger side. Her friend got into the car and stuff like that, right? That mom was like giving her her friend pick, a ride. We picked up her friend. So yeah, <laughs> yo, this girl went from like my son's a six out of ten type of vibe or whatever uh-huh. when I'm here, right? She just went like my son speaks Vietnamese. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, and then she was like, and she's saying this all in Vietnamese. And then she looked at me, she's like, con con nothing Viet. And I was like, oh, chao chao call. <laughs> and then like, I'm like I'm like saying hello back to her, right? And then like and then she's like, Yeah, my son, he speaks Vietnamese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like she's so fucking proud of him. <laughs> yeah, she's like She's like, he's also very handsome. He has a lot and then she was like she was like saying like like all all Vietnamese, right? And then she was saying like, Oh, he has a lot of girls. <laughs> and then she was like saying like, Oh, he has a thing for Vietnamese girlfriend. Actually his girlfriend's Vietnamese. And then like and like all that stuff. And I'm like listening, right? She thinks like well, she knows I could break down parts of bits you know, and parts I'm, of it. I'm also fully translating for yeah. it. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm like break, breaking down bits and parts of it. I'm just staring at her with that look of like, girl, what the fuck? You talk mad shit when I'm not, when we're at home. And we're in front of your friend. You're like, yay. He's the he's the fucking nine out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, funny thing was like in that car ride, like when I was translating to K, my mom would be like, don't translate it to him. I'm like, why? <laughs> you didn't even have to. I understood most of it. And I, that's why he just gave her that look. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's that's how mom is. But it was it's funny. But yeah, that's how mom is. Yeah, mom would be like, oh, if you gain some weight, you fucking look like a those handsome Korean Chinese guys. Like, oh, wow, yeah, she was like saying that. Like, she was like saying like, oh, if I can gain some weight, he'll look good. <laughs> She'll say that to like us, like when we're sitting here. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just fucking too skinny. But if yo, I gain weight, yo, though. one time we were talking about fucking booty, like butts and shit, like that, right? <laughs> and <then> we, <laughs> yo, look at, yeah, we were just talking about it, right? So we're we're explaining. No, no. Basically, I, I told mom like K likes girl with big butts. Right, and then mom, I didn't even say that. Oh, oh, yes, well, that no, no, but that's what you said to mom. But yeah, and, yeah, and then, yeah. And then yeah. my mom's like, because my mom was trying to like get him to to like. Um, marry a, a Vietnamese girl over. Oh, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> and then she's like, she's like, my niece, <laughs> my niece is pretty. She has big butt fruit too. It runs in the family. And then she, my mom fucking slapped her own ass. Like, see, look, I have big butt. She has big butt too. I looked like, at mom. I was like, mom, I was like, no, mom, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, no, mom. What the fuck? No. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like times like that. Like because yeah. of Kay, like I'm thankful for that. That like my mom opened up and like she jokes around more. Yeah. Because before, like when I try to joke around with more, she because how she thinks she's how she sees things back then was um old school mm-hmm. where if it's like a parent and child you have to treat each other as a parent and child yeah. you can't like talk to each other as a friend mm-hmm. but because of Kay ever since he moved in and like when, when um he needed a place to live um she started opening up more and you know like I could joke around with her more mm-hmm. like she's more open minded although like most of the time she still have that old old um old school mindset yeah 
But nowadays, like, I can still joke around with her, even when, like, K's not here. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why, like, I'm thankful for K for, because of that. Yeah. Yeah, I made, I made mom open up more. I make jokes with her all the time. So. I, I, sh- I basically showed her a different type of form of love that she was never used to. Yeah. Right? And then once she, like, started to love me as her own child, she started to understand, like, the way I love her mm-hmm. without me ever saying it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, uh, just to answer the question, is your fear uh, arranged to uh, big booty girls? <laughs> yeah, man, like the fucking the girls with the flat ass. It just looked like, girl, you got a long back. His, his biggest fear <laughs> is falling in love with a girl right, with a flat ass. Yep. <laughs> girl with a flat ass just looked like she got a long ass back, man. I'm like, I'm backboard. Not, yeah, the backboard. I'm not, I'm not into that shit. Like, even though I'll look at that girl and be like, babe. Uh, I'm coming <laughs> yeah. But I'll look at that girl Flat girls I'll look at them and Be like babe You know that flat earther Is finally proved That the earth is flat And the girl She'll look at me Be like What the fuck is wrong with you And I, I'll look back at that girl My girlfriend or whatever At the time And she'll be like She'll be like Yeah the world's flat You know what I'm saying and she, She'll look at me Like I'm stupid You know what I'm saying And then I'll look back at her And be like Babe You're my world And you're flat <laughs> <laughs> oh my god So the world's flat And then she'd be like You're fucking stupid <laughs> Anyways uh, Kay what's your fear? My fear Seriously My fear My fear My fear So my fear is like Number one would be a fear of heights I never really had a fear of heights before But my ex gave me that um, Because Alright Summarize that story We had an argument on the second floor balcony and basically during the argument now before you guys get into like any type of judgment on my ex it was an accident and when we were arguing she like i reached out to hug her to kind of like keep her calm and whatnot and we were arguing about something i honestly can't remember what the fuck we were arguing about she was so mad that she was trying to break out of my like hug or whatever while we were talking that she just kind of pushed me when she pushed me i i kind of tripped back well, I felt it was a little, but it was more than a little. And I tripped over the balcony and my back started going backwards. And I it was too much of a inertia that I started to fall back off the porch. Now, she had her back turned so she couldn't see that I was actually tripping and, and falling off. And when I fell off that, you know, honestly, the first time being free form and thinking that this is going to be fall. a yeah, free fall. Thank you. The first time being free fall. And like you, you don't know whether or not what the fuck you're going to land on because you can't really look at the ground. It's actually a really scary feeling. And honestly, that day, if it wasn't for the flagpole sticking out of the person's front balcony and me hitting my back up against it, I probably would have died that day. Yeah. So I hit my back onto it and it kind of like repelled me off into like the grass area type of ground. But just that moment, even though it was like maybe four or five seconds, that that moment right there made me had a fear of heights. And my ex, she was scared. She was crying and she thought she killed me like type of fear. And even myself, I grew a fear of like the fact that like I never knew how scary it was to like have a fear of heights until I was actually falling from something so high. And so heights is my first fear. Mm-hmm. Um, that. That, you know, she developed and I developed because of that action. 
Now, my second fear is my biggest fear. And that one right there has to do with the podcast and what it means to me and stuff like that. Now, the podcast, I don't so much so pour my heart out. I don't so much so try to replicate more of me because, honestly, I feel as if if there was more type of people like me in the world, it would be a lot of problems. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of problems. You probably want to lock up your daughters, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like um, what I will have to say, the biggest fear that I have, secondly, and it's the biggest one of them all, is the fact that like I wasn't able to save the t- the people that I wanted to save, who meant a lot to me, because of the fact that I knew it, and they didn't. Which is the reason why I created this podcast in the first place. I wanted to save the people when I was at my worst and there was no one there for me. I had no support system. I had to do everything by myself and had to navigate through life, come up with solutions and all that stuff by myself. I wanted, I really, really wish that there was someone there to, to kind of like just be that voice to kind of somewhat guide me. And and give me some sort of advice or tell me t- some sort of type of scenario what happened when they made this decision and all that stuff. I really wish that I had someone like me to tell me how to at least look at it and approach it from a different view and all that type of sort of things where I wish there was someone there to save me. Now, this podcast, I created it in order to save all the people that no one else could have saved them. And I wish that someone would have saved me. And that this will change and help so many people in the world. Even though no one was there to save me, I knew and experienced enough in life that I can save someone else if I tell them what happened to me and change people's life if I told them what happened to me. Same as my co-host. And I, I wish the best for people because when I was at my worst, I didn't have anyone there. And I wish that there was someone who would say these words to me and will change my life and will protect me from the decisions that I will make. Now, I am a hypocrite, as like a lot of people would say. I will give you and tell you things that I will like don't even follow for myself. But that's what people will say about you. But if you're close to me, I will tell you that what I tell you is not advices. They're just scenarios and situations of what happened when I made those choices. Yeah, it's basically your experience and then, you know, you you take it. And you think it over, like that. Like whenever Kay tells me about his problems or, or or his experiences, and like me growing up and like learning about all my friends' um, relationship problems, like I take that, you know, and then like take what's break it down and then take the what's right and what's wrong and then apply it to yourself. Yeah. So you can call me a hypocrite all you want, but I'm just telling you what happened and stuff like that. And then I hope that it will save you from the amount of pain that I went through. Because just like the situation of the whole cheating thing, I would have never done it because I don't want anyone to feel not even remotely of an ounce of what I felt. So I will tell you situations and scenarios and what happened to me during those choices that I made in life, hoping that you don't feel not even an ounce of what I felt. That's all I hope. So that's my biggest fear of them all, that I wasn't there to save all the people that can listen to this and that will change their lives. All right, Superman. Some people don't deserve to be saved. Batman. I am Batman. Batman. 
All right, let's wrap this up. All right, listeners, thank you for tuning in for this week's episode. Thank you to Kelly, Kate, and Lena for uh, these questions. Um, these are really good ones. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. And, you know, like just like Ayn said and Kay said. You forgot Joyce. Joyce? Joyce was the first one. Uh, well, thank, thank you, Joyce. Joyce. <laughs> all right, go shout, on. <laughs> shout out to all four of you. Um, but, yeah, just like as they said, like not too long ago you got you know hopefully some of this helps you guys and you learn from the good and the bad and apply it to your lives one way or another um this is your grill master marco signing out yeah what marco said um thank you for always tuning in and welcome to the uh welcome the new listeners and we're always thankful for the people who always come back and listen to us and with that I'm signing out. I'm signing out. Uh, I'm coming. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just want to say thank you guys for having me part of your podcast today. I, you know, it was really, it was really great to kind of let off some steam of my own personal problems as well, and I was able to say pretty much anything I wanted because um don't really have much people to talk to nowadays <laughs> being busy with work and you know being busy with life too so um yeah i, I want to say keep tuning on these podcasts because it's it's really good stuff and you know you don't you'll never know what what actually help you in life listening to these so yeah yeah and we're like you know we are we'll always welcome you back it's it's good having different opinions, you know, like because the thing is like we always usually like agree with each other, yeah. even though like this is the first time I met you, but like you even agree with us too, and well, it's not yeah. like we're we're selecting our guests to like have the same mindset. It, it it's just like we just have guests, and you know, as as a like a decent normal human being and like with some morals like we have the same opinion i guess <laughs> yeah yes so uh shout out to our guest uh randy yeah. round of applause for him thanks guys thanks for having me <laughs> that's the button you were hitting i was like what's this motherfucker yeah. <laughs> and now for your final host lady and gentlemen go on your host with the most k skyline <laughs> let's go <laughs> Darkness, everybody. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, okay, keep that part in. That shit was funny. We just fucked him up. Yeah. So, a big shout out to Say It Ain't So. <laughs> say underscore it ain't so it ain't so randy for joining the podcast and to anyone who wants to join a podcast is in the massachusetts type of area and whatnot within the boston area yeah uh i would definitely say yeah go for it it's actually very fun it's actually very relaxing it's not that much intense as you would say from my personal experience randy what do you think it's awesome i mean i get to be myself you know it's it's not scripted, obviously. So yeah. pretty much anything that comes to my mind that I just want to talk about that's relatable to the topic, I just say it. So. Yeah. yeah. No bullshit, bros. No bullshit. Yeah, and if you don't mind, like for now, our, our basically quote 
um, studio is basically my house. So if you're uncomfortable, like don't don't feel so uncomfortable. Like well, we we welcome everyone. Yeah, you know, like with big open arms and like we're not judgmental because we're all mostly kind of open minded and like hell yeah, we we do everything like raw too. Yeah, like sushi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like sashimi. I'm coming for that ass. That type of stop, stop, Jay. Stop. Hell yeah, stop, JJ. Stop. stop. <laughs> fucking plan A first before plan B. Fucking fifty dollars uphill. All right. Anyways, what up? It's Jay, aka Kimchi Puppy. <laughs> um, this was a pretty fun stream. I'm not gonna lie. I, I like yeah. I like streams that have really good questions, really funny questions too. First of all, this is not a stream. Huh? It's, it's it's a recording, same thing. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> all right. I get Anyways, it. You have yeah. a thing for streams. I get it. <laughs> thank you to all of our supporters. Uh, we can't thank you enough for all the support you're giving us. And, uh, yeah, feel free to give us a lot of, con- uh, you know, leave comments um, wherever K. What do you – what Leave it on In The Gray yeah. podcast. Yeah, leave Instagram. it on In The Gray. People love reaching out to me. Okay, yeah. yeah. Leave all your questions there, and we'll definitely get – an answer back to you as soon as we can. Oh uh, yeah! That being said, uh, remember, put some lube in it because I'm coming for that ass. <laughs> remember, listeners to Integrate Podcast, to always stay gray.